0: Hello there, you're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Friday the 2nd of July. I'm joined today, for the last time this week, by Julia Grossica who is a Watson's Daily Ambassador. Hi Julia, how are you doing?
1: Um, Hi Peter, I'm good, thank you. How are you?
0: Yeah, not not too bad, not too bad. Um, so before before we get onto it, and you know we left on a cliffhanger yesterday yeah. um, about the a, a COVID cliffhanger. So uh, what's the story now?
1: It's negative.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Very pleased. Very pleased. Um, yeah. So um, so ce- celebrations all round. Yeah.
1: We're in a party. <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> that's not allowed
0: no no indeed um right so um uh, you know uh, so bringing it back down um from you know bring, bringing bringing the mood back down what is um what's your favorite story from uh today's edition of watson's daily
1: um so a story that caught my attention today was the one about primark um uh-huh. they were scoring the record and their revenue went up by 207% uh, compared mm-hmm. to last year, which is mm. so impressive um, considering they have not expanded to online shopping mm-hmm. unlike many other shops. Yeah. And I think it demonstrates the loyalty people have to Primark. Um, mm. And I think that's one of the main reasons Primark has really been successful. And I was just thinking about it and I can't really think of a solid competition that they have. Um, yeah. Because there's pretty little thing, but they mm-hmm. only really cater younger people and their presence is only online. And then mm. there's, I'm just trying to think, other stores. But I think Primark is cheap and their quality has improved over the years. Mm. And it caters to quite a range of ages. Mm. So it keeps up with the trends mm-hmm. that are going on. For like my age group so yeah younger people but then also like my mom could go in there and find yeah. something yeah um, or even my grandma probably really um, <laughs> yeah I think it does I think oh, it right. does have like uh, like right, an granny an, fashion yeah <laughs> you can definitely find granny fashion
0: there <laughs> um
1: and then it's just that, like, like
0: card- cardigans and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, what? cardigans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, but um. So also, but then Gap, for example, mm. could, was attempting to cater to a range of ages, and it just wasn't successful. It had to shut shut down its shops, mm. and it had an online presence. Mm. So and Primark doesn't have that, and yet this loyal people still waiting for it. Well, mm. well, I mean, they, I meant they were waiting for them to mm. open again and yeah. it's been really successful and it, it yeah more than shops who have who have had their presence online yeah so um yeah it's really just fascinating
0: it is isn't it i mean i have to say that primark is has definitely made a splash over um in a way inadvertently i suppose um over lockdown because actually leading up to lockdown um i think that it was seen to be a raging success um i mean the the whole thing of primark is is, is you know it is, is that um it does cheap fast fashion yeah. um you know you, you go in you buy your stuff you leave you know the it's it's been seen to be the a real success story and remaining resolutely offline only um and oh, yeah. you know they they would often t- they would often say you know the, the advantages of doing that are that um you don't have to build and maintain or buy in a uh, a big network that's one thing the yeah. second thing is you don't waste time with returns um so this thing that i've talked about for ages uh wardrobing oh, yeah. and bracketing where you buy stuff online you wear it once at a party or something um then you send it back with the tags on and um yeah. you don't pay you 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 don't pay anything and then there's the bracketing thing which is where you order what you think your size is and the size above and below uh and then you send stuff back you know those those uh you know phenomena of, of people doing that um has massively increased um the costs to the retailer because they ultimately have to pay the postage yeah. um and it means that you know when you're looking at some of these retailers you can't always take their sales figures for granted because um you know you know that there's a lot of that sometimes it's up to about 40 um, yeah. percent is is returns so i mean the great thing about uh or one of the great things about primark is it has much less of that as a problem because of course you can't do that you have to go and you try your stuff on you buy it if it fits you so i mean there's a there's a there's a lot to be said for that um, yeah. I mean there there was talk today of of the fact that they might do click and collect, um, which I think is an easy win. I mean, yeah,
1: I, I think that's really good because I was gonna say because um when you click and collect, you have to go into the store and um you have to have a look around you mm. well, not have to, but I think it's easier for them to grab your attention, and yeah. especially because everything that is placed in the shop is placed in a way. isn't just there because it's randomly there it's placed tactically so i think they could definitely make sure that i was near click and collect or attractive and then they would they would just get people to buy stuff they didn't actually necessarily think they'd go in Mm. for so yeah
0: I mean, I must say, I would have thought like what you want in a click and collect bit is like a a, a big, um, you know, like a big desk or whatever, counter. And then next to it, you'd have all these screens around there with all the latest, their latest stuff, you know, so you could see it. And then you think, you know, as you're standing there waiting for them to get your stuff, you then think, oh, yeah, that's quite good. Or that's quite good. You know, you could do that and then they could you know, as you're then walking out the store, have a quick look at, at what it is you 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 saw on the screens. And um yeah, I mean I think, you know, I think that's a it's a good idea. Um I mean clearly their their um uh you know their business model they've stayed resolutely to this offline only. Yeah. Um I mean I think that's a good compromise where it's not I don't think it's going to cost them that much um to offer that kind of service um Not certainly not as much as you know having a full blown network yeah. or getting Deliveroo. Can you imagine that? I mean, you, do, you know, like Deliveroo to to deliver because you know, so on a Friday yeah. night you could you could phone up Deliveroo and say, well, look um i I'd, I'd like to have uh, i'd i'd like to get a delivery from i don't know uh, of, of of a can of beans um and some and some lettuce i don't know why it's random isn't it a uh, can yeah. of beans and some lettuce oh and a top as well from Pymark and uh, and a pizza from uh... <laughs> whatever you know they do it all wouldn't they so um yeah. i mean that'd be that'd be a friday night delivery to look forward to so um, uh, but yeah i mean i i do think these you know is very interesting it is a very interesting company um you know it was seen to be a success story going into lockdown obviously it was completely mullered um uh, by the lockdown but you know um I think as, as long as people can go into its stores, it, it will win because it seems to have a raging fan base. I mean, certainly yeah. the images. I think if we look if we were to look back at a, a photo album of iconic moments last year, <laughs> I would say that one of them would be when in they the open queue, the yeah. yeah, like the when they open the doors in the the Oxford Street store or whatever, yeah. and people like faces pressed against the windows and oh my god, you know, yeah. I mean it was just unbelievable. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I you know, I think there's a lot to be said for that. Um, there will always be pressure for them to go online, um, yeah. but actually it could it should work out well for them if stores remain open.
1: Yeah, I think I don't know. I just reckon the click and collect could just be kind of a starter for them, and then eventually they will end up online. Because I'm just thinking of Argos, mm. which is a bit different. But Argos has click and collect, but then I don't know if that was always the case. You could get a delivery, um, but now obviously you can.
0: That so... is a very interesting. That is a very interesting thought. Actually, I did not think of that. Um, but you're right. I mean, you know, Argos was that. You know, you basically you go, yeah. you go into Argos. I mean you can you do click and collect in here, or you know, the traditional thing was to go into an Argos, you see the blooming yeah. laminated catalogue and the <laughs> stupid pens and the <laughs> that never work and the and the um and the little bits of paper and then you go in and then they have this massive warehouse, don't they? Um yeah. and yeah, so it and is yeah, it's deliver. funny like that.
1: Yeah, that's Sorry. right. Yeah, so then maybe PrimeWorks aiming for that. <laughs> maybe they're yeah. just testing out the waters of click and collect going to yeah. be
0: worth yeah. the money. Yeah, I do remember actually just a quick, quick little anecdote to do with that. Argos, oh, I remember as a young lad, uh, like I think I was 17 or so, I uh, know I was about 18 or something. I actually ordered um some dumbbells, oh, <laughs> oh, gosh, uh, this was from Argos. Then. Yeah, yeah, I know it's amazing. <laughs> I mean the dinosaurs. Uh, the you know I parked my dinosaur outside, uh, and uh, you know, and I went in. I bought these dumbbells, and um, I didn't, you know, didn't have a car or anything then, and I and the bus timetable wasn't playing ball. So I bought these dumbbells, and then and and not thinking about how I was going to get them back home, and I thought, oh well, I'll just I suppose I'll just have to carry them home, and it was like a, a forty-minute walk home, and they what well, they weren't that they weren't that bad, but carrying this with dumbbells for 40 minutes on a walk home was pretty bad uh but i do remember thinking god you know i wish they delivered uh, i mean that was that time before they delivered so you know that was still of course quite a long time ago uh anyway um moving on moving on i'll i'll pick something so i think that that's very interesting and primark is a very interesting company um and okay. uh yeah so, um, I mean, and, and I'm sure you'll, you, you may well go and, and celebrate your news by a big shopping spree <laughs> at Primark straight after this. Uh, but um, yeah. but anyway, um, I, my favourite story for today was actually about AO World or AO.com as everyone will know it. So um, uh, I think it actually AO, did that, I think it stood for Appliances online. I think that was really? the original. Um, that, there you go. That's a that's an exciting fact that you can that you can uh, that you can log in. Everyone. Well, there you go. You see, you see already. Anyway, so um, anyway, AO World um, are doing really well. I think this is a really interesting story because whereas we see now we see AO World doing really well and being like one of the um, lockdown winners, really um yeah. it is quite incredible to think that it wasn't very long ago only a few years ago that it was in absolutely dire straits so um, this guy john roberts is the one that founded uh, the company uh, i think it was part of a bet uh, that he had with a mate in a pub um at the beginning of the 2000s and uh, obviously that bet you know <laughs> uh yeah he sort of he took it rather literally uh and everything you know it was doing really well Um, But then he exited the business a few years ago. um, But then since he left, things just fell apart. So he then had to do what Steve Jobs did, um, which is to basically come back to try to rescue the company that he founded. Um, And actually this is uh, incidentally another thing is you know this is what's happening at super dry for instance at the moment so julian yeah. dunkerton is the guy that started um super dry from a, i think he started from some market stall or something um and then he left a few years ago to go and marry his much younger wife uh second mm-hmm. or second or third wife um and then i think about a year later <laughs> He had to he, he made a dramatic comeback um, to the company that he found he founded kicking out the existing CEO and then basically trying to turn the thing around but anyway so there's a there's a bit of that going on uh, elsewhere but anyway in terms of um in, in terms of AO world john roberts he started the company he was doing well he left he then had to come back to sort it all out uh you know did lots of reshuffling closed down businesses and things like that um, but then uh, COVID hit and And basically, they've done extremely well um, from people being more willing to buy more expensive items online. So as you can remember at the beginning, do you remember at the beginning of all this sales of chest freezers, i.e. those blooming massive freezers that you could you can put all sorts of loads of things you could get in. In fact, you could climb into uh, if you wanted to, Um, you know, those kinds of freezers were they were just selling like, Oh, I don't, I don't hot, remember hot that cake. yeah. So that's that's what's happened. So a lot of those, so those freezers and things were doing really really well because people were going up and stocking up. They were stocking oh, yeah. up on stuff, and so that was yeah. So so you know they did well from that. Um, people obviously then you know I suppose if they if they'd accumulated some money they probably bought a tv and things um and actually as you know I'm saying in today's thing is that uh thing thing that's today's thing today's edition of Watson's Daily um so I I'm saying that you know it's actually been doing well from uh in the build-up to the euros um that uh, uh people have been buying high-definition tvs and Bizarrely, wine coolers. I mean, you would have thought surely beer coolers, but I mean, maybe they're multifunctional. I don't know. Yeah, but really um, awesome. <laughs> so I don't know. I just use. I'm old school. I just use a fridge. Um, but anyway, the um. So so you know, this is all this is all happening. They're doing really well, um, and you know, they are now talking about expanding overseas. Now, I do. I must say, I I wonder whether that's a good idea. They had to close down their business uh, for. Yeah, I think it was the Netherlands business. They had to close down. Um, and I always, I always shudder when I hear a, a retailer wanting to expand overseas, um, because I think that lo- you know, different markets require yeah. different expertise. Yes, you know, if they if they scale up, they can get economies of scale in terms of buying power, uh, and they can make more of a margin and things. But I don't know; it always seems to be a massive pain, and I feel that it it feels to me like more retailers do worse from going abroad yeah. than 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 do than do better i mean there are some exceptions to this but i just feel you know electrical goods i mean what's the you know the barriers to which everyone could do you know anyone can do yeah. that really um you yeah. know so i you know i'm not convinced but they're doing well they're on a you know they're on a roll so you know they're obviously they're thinking of uh, they're thinking of doing that. Um but yeah, I mean they've they've done really well. They've turned you know, they turned it around and yeah. uh yeah, and on it goes.
1: Do you think it do you think it's too maybe quickly they're taking this kind of Decision.
0: Um, I don't know. I mean, they obviously they've they've got uh, they've got um, uh, overseas business. I think in is it Germany? I think they've got business, and obviously they have um, tried and failed in the Netherlands in the past. So you would have thought at least they're not completely green, right? I mean, you know, they know. They've had, they have some success and, and failure as well. So maybe they've learned from their experiences and can go uh, and take advantage of current, their current strength and maybe weakness for, of others, and um, you, know, try to use now as a, a good time to expand. Um, but I mean, I, I must say I am a fan of trying to stick to what you're good at and keep doing it and keep doing it better. Um, yeah. rather than, okay, let's try this new market, that new market, because ultimately you end up, I feel, a lot of companies end up diluting themselves. Um, and, you know, i well, not alienate people, but I think people just sort of lose interest. Whereas I think if you, I really feel that if you do something, if companies do something really well, they keep doing it well and keep trying to get better. I think that the, the customer's, End up loving it, and I think that's what you were saying, wasn't it, with Primark?
1: Yeah, yeah. I I was saying how su- successful it is because of the loyalty, um, yeah, of the customers. So, and and yeah, Primark has literally shown because because it doesn't have that m- many shops overseas. Well, it has expanded overseas, mm. but um, but only recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and they, I think they've been successful. I'm not yeah. sure. Don't take yeah. my words, but. Um, <laughs> 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 but, but um yeah because for example actually my family from poland when yeah. they would come they would literally love primark i just go to primark mm. because they don't have they didn't have a primark in poland at the time mm. now it's opened um in poland but um it just shows they had even loyal customers in, in poland that's amazing so, isn't it? it's
0: amazing yeah so um but I mean, yeah. I think I think um, you know it's interesting that they they have this this universal appeal, um, and it's something I think the likes of M&S should learn from. You know, they should, because M&S just I think on the clothing just seems to be a bit lost. It doesn't really is not really targeting anyone, um, whereas I think yeah. that uh, you know Primark seems to uh, do well with influencers um, make people want to buy their stuff, um, in a, you know, kind of natural way, I guess. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's a a lot of, um, clothing retailers could, could learn from what they are doing at the moment, but, um, but there we go. So look, um, I'll, I'll end, end on that note. Uh, and I just wanted to say, um, Julia, thank you very much, um, for your time this week. Uh, I know you've had a very busy week and I'm, I'm very, uh, you know, I'm very thankful that you're able to spend a bit of it um, with me, um, but, um, uh, and the listeners, of course. Uh, yeah, and I also thank just want you to... so
1: much. No, thank you so much for having oh, me, no. it's really
0: no, nice. No, not at all, not at all. But, and uh, also, thank you very much for all the listeners for continuing to listen, um, which is always good. Um, and uh, we will, well, we were the uh, Watson's Daily will be back again next week and just just amazingly as long as things go to plan and and you know i don't get knocked over by a bus or something. Well, actually that's that's not good is it but anyway next week there's going to be the 250th uh episode of this podcast Ooh. Which is amazing i can't believe it yeah. so um so there you go that's gonna that's all gonna happen oh, next week
1: i should have done it ne- like next week <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> instead
0: yeah i mean we, you know obviously marching bands fireworks you know all that yeah. kind of thing is what i'll be imagining uh as uh, as as, uh, as we do that one anyway thank you very much indeed thank have you, a brilliant boy. week weekend etc and uh, thank you very much for all the listeners uh, to listen and we'll be back again next week many thanks bye